The cool down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. No Nathan tonight. Nathan had to uh, take care of some uh, family stuff. That ad gets me every time. I know, right? Every time. it is uh it is quite the wild ad uh yeah so nate is uh nate i called him nate nathan he does not like to be called nate i learned that 15 years ago when uh when i first met him uh so nathan is with uh his son his son is doing some school stuff and so he decided that that was more important than being on ref the district which i'll never understand but hey good for him for being a good dad all right So, uh, all right, let's get to this uh, Bengals preview. We got uh, in the picture there. We've got old Trevor uh, Simeon here, who we're probably going to see a lot of. We're not going to see the Joe Burrows and the Jamar Chases of the world. We're probably not going to – I mean, not probably. We're not going to see Sam Howell. Uh, We're not going to see probably any starters this game. So, Trev, give me a reason to watch this game. Depth. You got to see who's going to step up and make that number two spot or number three spot. Um, it's not going to be exciting to watch. I think this game is more so of technique and like, like, like how Beer's been watching Sam Howe, technique, physical traits, uh, third down conversions, third down situations, um, you know, just special teams because apparently special teams is very, very important, especially to our squad over here. Um, so, yeah, it's just not going to be exciting. It's not going to be fun to watch. It's just going to be like game, actual game film and study it. Um, Jacoby Brissett, Jake Fromm, we already know who's new, number two, number three there, so we're going to have to watch that position. But some of these wide receivers that are trying to make it, like the Marcus Kemp's, the Brian Pringles, the McGowan's, um, mm-hmm. some guys for the cornerbacks, uh, Wild Goose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not a Wild Goose guy. Um, Smith and all, like Terrell Burgess, all these guys that we really don't get to hear about or see much of in camp or with beat reporters reporting, so. Like I said, nothing exciting, but this is a depth game to see what you got in case the gritty gets nitty. So, yeah, Beard, are there are there any particular guys you're going to be looking for? Kaz Allen mm. versus Dax Mill. Woo! Mm. You think that's a roster spot? Uh, Last 1, roster percent. spot. Yeah. What, in, in my, I think that I think that uh, this. I don't know what it is over there, but I mean, they everybody seems to love Dax Milne, and I was yeah. a Dax Milne guy when he first came out. <laughs> I yeah. thought, hey, you know, this is a little Cole Beasley action going yeah. on. You know, this guy could be a little Julian Edelman sort yep. of situation. Why, why no, you keep? It's not the case. Why you keep naming just white receivers? Because, why can't you I like? Mean, com- you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the you know that's what they reminded me of. I thought it was going to be that sort of guy, but he hasn't been. So mm. I, I I love Kaz. I think Kaz. Kaz is, uh, I think Kaz should be the guy. Uh, I think he proved it more so. I think it's kind of been building up uh, uh, throughout camp and, and so far. But I think that the that final drive, you know, like listen, I'm looking at the player. I'm looking at what they're doing. You know, how they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. To me, he he proved that he can do more than just uh, be a return guy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that he, he can play on the offensive side of the ball. So I, I, I really, really would love to see see uh, uh, Kaz Allen. I think he makes the team. I think Dax Milne probably doesn't make the team. Hmm. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe they keep an extra wide receiver, but I don't think so. So, yeah. I mean, like, you got Terry, you got Dotson, you got Samuel, you got Brown, Pringle, and then Kaz Allen. Hmm. So, so six... And Kaz Allen being the guy who's going to have to play wide receiver mm-hmm. if they, you know, run into some injury issues. Yep. So if, I, I mean, mean if he'd they, be five if Terry doesn't play. Yeah, there'd be, there'd be, and I think that that's why it was so, and people say meaningless. That, that, tell me that it was meaningless to see right. Kaz Allen work in sure. the field on that two-minute drill at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, that, that was super important. So that's that's definitely where I think um, – and Authentic brings it up. You know, keep seven because that's a concern. It, it, it's definitely a concern, the depth of that position. So if you keep seven, do you keep Milne and Allen? Or do you mm-hmm. do you go with somebody else in, in that mix? I don't know. So maybe you keep Milne and Allen. But I think that that's the matchup that I have my eye on the most right now as far as, um, you know, roster uh, positions go. Uh, I think that's important. And obviously, I think we touched on the, the running back position. I think that's going to be something that we keep an eye out on. I'd like to see how some of the guys, um, linebackers, perform as far as, you know, because we're going to need some depth. It, we still, you know, there's going to be some concern about Jamin Davis at some point during the season, I'd yeah. imagine, as far as the legal process goes and the league uh, maybe stepping in. Um, I'm a I'm a Jamin Davis believer. I think that he has the ability, if, if given um, the right roaming opportunities as far as the linebacker position goes. Uh, but I think that that depth of that position is going to be super important. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how some of these linemen that we talked about uh, earlier in the show, how mm-hmm. they perform, how they move around at different positions. I think you're going to see some of those guys play multiple positions throughout this game against the Bengals, which I think will be interesting. Uh, so that's where I'm at as far as what I'm, I'm keeping my eye on, on. And obviously, you know, you don't ever want to see anybody get hurt in these games, um, whether they, these people are going to make the team or not. Uh, they're they're still out there chasing their dream of being a professional football player, whether it be mm-hmm. for the commanders or the Bengals or, you know, whether they land on another team after, you know, roster cuts. So I think that's the most important thing coming out of this game for um, the state of football is, you know, keep all these guys healthy, uh, you know, but make sure they're playing competitively. I think, you know, you want to you want to build off of that uh, spirit and energy that we had in the uh, Ravens game. So I think you play to win the game no matter who's playing the game themselves. Trev, what do you think of the statement from Ron Rivera today about Jamin Davis? He said, Jamin is playing fast. He's more confident. I thought with some of the coverage stuff, he really put himself in position. How do you interpret that? He had just had to have something to say about Jamin Davis. Because hmm. um, other than that, you haven't heard anything about Jamin Davis at all. Not as much as you did the past couple of years that we've had him. Um, he is still fast. Um I guess his coverage is better. I think his couple camp notes, he had some nice plays. They had an interception in camp recently too, I think. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, it just sounds like someone that he just had to say something nice about and didn't want to go hmm. into too much detail, also because of the legal, the legal process. And he was sent home. He was sick today. And yep. So, I don't know. It's just a whatever. Beard, Beard you don't know this, but I am a great decipherer. I think that's the right <laughs> word. Of – what people say and what they mean, right? And in this particular case, and, and we had a 
Sam I bet Howell. you have a trouble, though, sometimes with the way that I say it. <laughs> no, we had a uh, Sam Howell tracker where we kept track of whether he had good days or not good days in practice simply based on what people were saying. Because you heard it last year when Carson Wentz in practice. They weren't saying that he sucked. They were saying other things, but they were trying to say Politically correct. Politically correct. This, my friend... This is a perfect way of saying that Jamin Davis has not been good. And he's saying, I thought with some of the coverage stuff, he really put himself in position. Yeah. like That's, that's, not, that's such a bland <laughs> statement. I want to hear things that he talks about other guys when he talks about, for example, Forbes and what he's done or his, his main guys, his McLaurins and all that. I want to hear those kinds of things. But he's really just kind of saying um, he really put himself in position. Yeah. That's not good. Well, listen, this That's is the thing, good. though. Like I said earlier, no matter what Ron says, this not gonna be, <laughs> somebody's going to be upset. Yeah, you yeah. Know? He's either talking too much or he's not talking enough. <laughs> That's I, I true. Think, I think also, I think Ron Rivera is tougher on Jamin Davis he, and the linebacker is. position in general because of where he comes from as a player. Yeah. And I think that I think a lot of people overlook that. Um I, I think that, you know, it, I I feel like it made Jamin Davis a bit better last year. It seemed to. It seemed to light a fire on you him. You know, and I, I feel like he's just and also, you know, you want you don't want to be too over the top given his situation legally right now, too. Hmm. So it's like you don't want to be like, oh, my God, he's everything, right? And then what happens if we lose Jamin Davis for a couple of weeks? Everybody thinks that the the sky's falling yeah. because, you know, he's been doing so well in the camp, you know? So, I, and, you know, maybe it's it's you caught it Ron at a time where, you know, maybe Jamin, the last play that Jamin had that, recently in his mind wasn't the best you know yeah, there's, yeah. there's so many variables that go into it i, I try that. not to read into it too much um wh what else are we gonna do <laughs> you know yeah david david's gotta play he's gotta be good you yeah. know that, that, listen the linebacker position I, I am i am concerned you know and not necessarily yeah. as much as it's interesting because we talk about the 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 coverage right i'm more concerned about the linebackers and the run stop than yeah. anything else you know i think that in, in the past game i think that your your defensive line and your cornerbacks are strong enough to make up for some of the uh, the, the, the the low standard of play the linebacker position more so than in the run game the run game i feel like the linebacker position will hurt you the weakness of the linebacker position will hurt you more so than in the past game because of the strength uh and versatility of our uh secondary and our front yeah for sure well i mean i i get all of that with jamin but he definitely has not lived up to what we're hoping to be as a first round draft pick but he still has time this is listen, year listen, three once again once again what? okay Jamin Davis didn't draft himself at that position, right? All right. We right. we drafted him at that position. What yep. he only started like seven games in college. You know, right. I, I was having this conversation on Twitter. You know, it, it reminds me of Trey Lance, right? Like Trey Lance played like 
four games at quarterback in his entire life. It's not yeah. his fault San Francisco gave up all those first round draft picks. No, it's not his second. fault. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they should they knew that he was a project. We mm-hmm. knew that Jamin Davis was a project going into this. You know, it, it, you're drafting some of these guys get drafted off of pure potential. Uh you, you know, so like I I think that We've seen flashes of Jamin Davis and what he's good at. Mm-hmm. Now, can we put him in the position to succeed by doing what he's best at doing yeah. instead of asking him to do things that he's still learning how to do as a professional, as a linebacker, as a football player, after only starting seven games in his career before getting to the mm. NFL? Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. We don't. It's not on Jamin Davis if he doesn't work out. It is on the coaching staff, scouting staff, general manager, all that. But it's still affecting the effectiveness of your football team, and that just you know that's what rankles fans. All right, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. I hate to do this for a meaningless preseason game, but Beard, who wins on Saturday night at FedEx six oh five? Washington Commanders sixteen thirteen. Oh, low scoring game. All right, Trev. Yeah, I got Commanders uh, 24 to 9. All right. Cincinnati doesn't score at all. I mean, I mean all right. I guess we're dominating. I mean, I'm going to take Washington as <laughs> well. Trevor just Simeon. For the, yeah, uh, Trevor Simeon, that's true. Uh, he played uh, pretty well in some spot relief games uh, over the last couple of years. What was that, he's, uh, Saints? He's Trevor Simeon. Yeah, he's Trevor Simeon. <laughs> yeah, he's Trevor Simeon. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll go uh, Commanders. I'll go 37 seven <laughs> I mean, you know i mean i have no you have no idea who's playing or what you have no idea what the bengals second and third and fourth team guys look like so hey i i do have to give a big shout out to notre dame notre dame this saturday playing against navy in ireland so yep, uh, absolutely. i'm excited to see my boys uh get the season started coming in preseason rank number 13 oh. mr hartman at quarterback oh. transfer from wake forest this how do you mute hartman. how do you mute his mic how do you mute his <laughs> mic trev i can't figure out how to do that <laughs> notre dame i don't know we're just we're we're Florida guys over oh, here. Oh, also, yeah. I haven't. I the doctor the documentary came out yesterday. Yeah. I haven't yeah. watched it yet, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch that. And uh, big shout out to my Baltimore Orioles. Uh, World Series on the way. Jeez, he's just killing oh. you, right now. Oh yeah, oh, that's how you <laughs> muted. Yeah, I figured it out. Good on me to figure that out. No, it's good. It's good that the Orioles are doing well, and the Nats are doing well uh, for the expectations. That no, they, have. they they are. And listen, I'm I I know we're we're all football right now. You guys, mm-hmm. I know you guys talk about a lot of stuff listen i'm i am a i huge believer in what the nationals have have done and are doing mm-hmm. um james wood is an absolute Stunt. monster he is a five tool prospect not a lot of people talk about that i believe he is a five tool prospect james wood is absolutely fantastic love him hassles had a tough year but i love me some some do rag rob aka bobby barrels robert Hassel. Bobby he, barrels. yeah he is one. a guy you know just give him a little bit of time yep. i mean you know elijah green the strikeout rate was pretty bad you know in, in the beginning but he he's still super young a lot of people don't realize that i mean cruz is is just taking I mean, by yeah. storm he's already <laughs> he's a top five 
five prospect, and the kid just got drafted. Mackenzie Gore, I got to see pitch in person. Uh, I think he has uh, amazing stuff. You know, hopefully Cavalli comes back from the injury. I think, you know, C.J. Abrams, who I said I believe is going to be a potential, you know, multi-year all-star guy. Mm -hmm. um, I think he has shown amazing progression from the beginning of the year to where he is right now. Um, I think he can be an all-star, no question about it. I love C.J. Abrams. So I, I, I'm excited for, for what the Nationals, I think they, they got a great haul for Juan Soto. I think, you know, management-wise, they, they do a great job over there. I, I think that, you know, obviously Martinez and Rizzo are going to get the extensions. Um, so, you know, shout-out to the Nats. I think uh, they, they, they have a lot of really good young talent, and that talent is going to turn over a lot quicker than what it took for the Orioles' talent to turn over because, yeah. you know, a lot of that talent they were getting, you know, via uh, – you know, from the farm system, building them up. Whereas the Nats got all that talent that was already kind of, you know, in that level of going to be playing within either immediately or within the next two years. So it's going to be exciting for them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited about the Nats for sure. All those guys. And you didn't even mention Brady House. Yeah, who's who is one of their top a lot uh, prospects better this well. year than last mm -hmm. year. He's another guy that's made a lot of progression. And you can't forget they still have Vaquero. He's probably he's like what 18 years old coming from oh, Cuba. Yeah. So you know he's they still got Christian Vaquero. So there's they a got lot Juan of, Soto's brother. Let's not forget that they signed I, uh, Soto's brother. So. I, I I do a lot of uh, a lot of baseball prospecting. So I, I'm uh, like big into to the minor leagues guys. Uh, I watch all these guys progress throughout the the year and it's fun. I, I'll tell you what man if jackson holiday gets that call up in september oh boy. boy it's going to be exciting yeah i might go sunday i might go to the orioles on sunday i mean uh, i love camden yards camden yards yeah is, you know it's it's a it's a, but i'll tell you I, we went to the national stadium authentic and i we saw we went for the uh nats orioles series earlier in mm. the year that's when i got to see Mackenzie gore i always enjoy uh national stadium yeah you know, they did it's a, a really good, good part of town there. all that yeah yeah and we got they gave us a bunch of free food at the end of that game Oh, have really? you been to a game yet though this year a i'm a season game? ticket holder okay for the nats i mean that, a partial not my a first season. game uh, with the new pitch clock was super weird <laughs> yeah like, there's no time like, to wait, go get food like, wait 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 it's like the seventh inning i feel like we've been here for 45 minutes what's yeah. going on so yeah it's it's gonna be uh an interesting year so shout out to the nats they've already exceeded their win total from last year right yep yep yeah. they absolutely have they yeah, they've so exceeded all expectations this year all right, so shout out to everybody who has uh, checked in today with uh, episode 135 of Ref the District. We had Luke and Michael and TJ Nasty for you, Kevin the PRF. Of course, Gus Bus is always here, Michael Stahl, Trey Huff. Uh, Will's in here, Roger. Authentic stopping by for a little bit. Luke, Allison, Warren, PCC, all kinds of folks that were in today. We appreciate all of you all. Make sure that you hit that like button for sure. Tell your friends all about it. But before we go, uh, Beard, I want you to plug your show, Authentic in the Beard, real quick. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, um, we have a show, a channel called Authentic in the Beard. Um, it's, uh, it's awesome because Authentic and myself, we have known each other literally our entire lives. Um, so he's always been a Giants fan. I've always been a, a Washington fan. So uh, it, we really look at football 
from, you know, a, a different perspective. We try our best not to be homers. Uh, you know, we slip it in every once in a while. But uh, <laughs> uh, we, we really we break down the NFC East. Uh, obviously, we focus heavy on Washington and, and the Giants. Um, but we break down Eagles and Cowboys. We, we really try to focus in on that because it is, a as a fan of an NFC East team, it's very – uh, important, obviously, because a lot of majority of your games, a quarter of your schedule is against those teams. So um, it's it's always important to kind of look at those those teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also do a fantasy and betting show every Sunday. So we do four streams a week, and then we, we're working on a lot more pre uh, pre recorded content this year, some short form content. Um, Authentic's already been doing a lot of stuff for the uh, Giants as far as uh, before the season starts. But we're getting ready to start our regularly scheduled programs very shortly. So, yes, please, I would really appreciate some more (laughs) Washington Commanders fans to come over uh, because I get a lot of uh, uh, Giants uh, fans in the chat. But we get a lot of Giants fans, Eagles fans, Cowboys fans. Uh, It's a really interesting place because, you know, we we, we try to, you know, spread the love and, and, and really just talk football. And not just uh, talk smack. So it's a, it, it's a great place to hang out. And uh, I appreciate uh, you guys. I mean, I know I opened the show with it. But, uh, you know, last thing I want to say is I, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, it's super important to have, you know, people like you in this community. Uh, we will always support what you guys do. You guys are awesome. I've seen you guys grow so much. It has been awesome to watch. I'm so excited to f- what the future holds for you guys for this channel. Uh, just continue to keep doing what you're doing and grinding and growing because uh, it, it's awesome to watch and you guys are fantastic. It is an honor to be here and, and share the floor with you two gentlemen. Uh, and I really appreciate it. the three of you guys. You guys do a great job managing all of the the shows and the content you guys do. So uh, much, 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 much love, Man. and I deeply appreciate Turn it. Up again. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you, Beard. Yeah, we yeah, do appreciate yeah. you uh, uh, very much. And as we said also at the beginning of the show, that that you are the show that we strive to be. So we appreciate uh, you stopping by as always. Trev, are you good? You ready for? Uh, you ready? For, we're almost to week one. We got two and a half weeks to week I one. Wait, bro. Yeah, I cannot yep. wait. Have you guys Absolutely. already done your predictions for? Have you guys already broken down the schedule and done your predictions? Uh, I mean, we've probably bit? done it like three times already. Yeah, I was gonna say right yeah, I, I've looked at it a few times, and uh, <laughs> I, I kind of am holding back a little bit until you know you get closer to the end here. Yep. But uh, that first four game stretch oh, is going tough. to be very important. Yep. That first game is going to be super important just because of the other three being so difficult. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah. a lot of people think Arizona is going to be this really bad team. Like walkover, yeah. It could be. It, it's one of those like. Uh, like a trap game. Can we almost. have a trap game in the first yeah, game? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. All right. So, uh, again, appreciate everybody. Uh, hit that like button if you get a chance. Make sure you check in with uh, us here at Ref the District as well because we're putting stuff out every single day. 365. Well, maybe not Christmas and new year's like that but pretty much every single day we appreciate all of you we appreciate beard trev and for nathan i am the stoner and of course until next time trev be a sam <laughs> be a sam i love it be a fan <laughs> Shout out to you,